Welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I'm your host, Kate Flick, aka Oracle Lightworker. I'm a Holy Fire 3 Karuna Reiki master teacher and Akashic Records reader. I also happen to be a Gemini, don't judge, a 5-1 emotional manifester and empowered empath. I am literally obsessed with helping you heal and showing you that you are your own best healer. Join me here where we will explore different techniques and modalities and where I will share personal experiences and channel guidance to help support you as you move along the spiritual and healing path. I am so glad you're here. Everybody, welcome to the Heal Here podcast. I was not expecting, I say this every week, I was not expecting, I never am expecting any of this. Definitely wasn't expecting Frank Sinatra to come into my awareness for some spiritual karaoke today, but I'm here for it. I'm honestly here for it. I like it. I'm liking the vibe. So if you are new here, I start every podcast with a song that randomly comes into my awareness. And there's usually a message, sometimes a theme for the podcast. Sometimes it is a message for a listener. Uh, Sometimes, I don't know, sometimes I just think it wants to set the vibe, but usually there's a message. And so there may be a message in here for you, but I'm just looking at the lyrics. The only lyrics I knew from the song was, it had to be you, snap, snap. I just like to snap my... I had to be you. <laughs> That's all I knew. So it's interesting. The first part, the, the very first part of the song is why do I do just as you say? Why must I, why must I just give you your way? Why do I sigh? Why don't I try to forget? It must have been that something lovers call fate. Kept me waiting. Kept me saying I have to wait. I saw them all. Just couldn't fall till we met. It had to be you. It had to be you. And so... <sighs> There's a couple of things coming up. There's a couple of really conflicting messages coming up and I don't really know which one it is. Um, but the only thing is, yeah, what's coming through is I feel like this message could be for more than one person and the message is going to be very different in both of these scenarios. So for the first one, what's coming through is why do I just, why do I do just as you say? Why must I give you your way? Why do I sigh? Why don't I try to forget? Like what I'm feeling through these lyrics is one person in the relationship is always kind of conceding, always going along with the other, what the other person um, says and maybe compromising themselves within this relationship. and. It's 
always been that way. Okay. And maybe you're just becoming aware of it now, or maybe things are just, I don't know. I feel like the energy is very conducive to waking people up out of unhealthy relationships right now. And things that worked for many, many years are no longer working in this current energy. People are becoming aware of things that they previously did not see, or maybe they just swept under the rug. And so maybe this is you, maybe you're starting to question, like, why do I just do, as you say, why must I just give you your way? Like, and so if this is you and the the rest of the song is talking about, you know, like, it's almost feels like a fate vibe, like, oh, we were fated to be together. Um, you know, I finally found you. And so you might feel like this person is your soulmate or somebody you were meant to be with. And and maybe that is true. But remember that sometimes like relationships come into your life for a reason and a season. And sometimes that season needs to end. And sometimes it's forever. But I feel like the message that's coming through today is to be clear on what's going on in some of your relationships. Like we grow the most and learn the most and evolve the most through our relationships. Our relationships are our teachers. And sometimes these relationships need to end. And sometimes not. Like if I heard something sometime is like once you stop learning and growing within a relationship, like maybe it's time that you know, that relationship ends. And I think a lot of people might feel resistance to that because it's like, it doesn't mean cutting people off. It doesn't mean, you know, especially if you're somebody who doesn't, you know, who has difficulties with boundaries. Maybe you came from a codependent house and, and things are very enmeshed. And so maybe it's just time for the relationship to morph into something different. You don't necessarily have to spend as much time, but if you start to set boundaries within a relationship, just be prepared that some people may feel very abandoned because if you say you need a little time on your own time to process, that can trigger an abandonment wound in some people, especially if they grew up in a very codependent enmeshed household. So be aware of that. And, you know, you can try to clearly set that boundary in a loving and kind way, but also be prepared that Some people are going to take that as an attack and even, you know, setting a boundary can trigger some people to think you're cutting them out of your life and all these things when you just want a little space or you just need the dynamics of the relationship to change in some ways. Like it, it doesn't have the relationship. Some of these relationships don't have to end, but maybe the dynamics need to change. The only problem is, is sometimes when you try to change the dynamics and set a boundary, then the other person, again, depending on how they grew up and, and how they show up in their relationships, they may take this as an attack and take it very personally. And then if that happens, you may not be able to have a relationship because some people, what I'm hearing is some people are very all or nothing. It's like, well, if we can't have the relationship in this form, then I don't want it at all. And I'm hearing some people may be giving ultimatums here. So that you need to be strong in your boundaries, okay? And and you may know, like, oh, I, de- I 
didn't want to sever this entire relationship. I just needed some space. I just feel like the dynamics need to change. I'm not feeling fulfilled in this relationship. I don't feel maybe safe in this relationship. I don't feel like I'm growing within this relationship. You, you may communicate these things in a loving manner and some people may not receive this. They may not hear your words. They may not understand. Their conditioning may lead them to taking this as a personal attack. And if this happens, the walls may go up and they may become very angry. So what I'm hearing is if this happens, you need to refrain from going into people-pleasing mode to assage them because that's what you've always done. It's like you need to be able to sit in the discomfort of this. And that's going to be difficult, especially perhaps you came from a codependent household. Maybe you are a people pleaser. Okay. And this is a test for you. You are not a bad person. Like I'm hearing that some people, when you set a boundary, are going to make you feel like you're a horrible, awful, terrible person for setting a boundary. And what's coming through today is that you are not a terrible person. You are the opposite. You're a very good person. And if it's a big clue, if you prioritizing your emotional needs within a relationship, if you are deemed a horrible, terrible person by someone else, that is a huge red flag. Okay. That's telling, that's giving you a lot of information about this person and the state of your relationship. So yes, you may have to actually end the relationship. What I'm hearing is a lot of people, when they start to heal, they start to become aware of some unhealthy patterns within their relationships. And when they speak up and set a boundary, it's not with the intention to cut somebody out of their life. They just want to set some boundaries to protect their energy. But what I'm being shown is the other person almost forces their hand. That's like, no, all or nothing. If we, if we can't go back to what we had, I don't want anything. And you will be guilted for that. What I'm hearing is you cannot take on that person's pain. They're projecting onto you. That is actually manipulative and a control tactic. So just be, this must be for somebody because I didn't think Frank Sinatra was going to bring, bring this heat today. Hey, Frankie boy, Frankie boy. What was the other thing that was coming to my awareness from these lyrics? I feel like on the other side of the the coin, maybe there isn't another side of the coin. I'm just looking at the lyrics here. It said, you know, might never be cross or try to be boss, but they wouldn't do what? Um, for nobody else gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Like, I almost feel like, is this like, a, I feel like this is a love song, but it's, it's like a lot of what I'm hearing right now. It's like a lot of the love tropes. What's even a trope? What the hell is a trope? <laughs> the love, you know, themes. Is that what a, these love tropes? I don't know. Like, in society, like in the media, in movies, in, on TV, in songs is like codependent. They, they show like very, they're, they put unhealthy relationship dynamics up on a pedestal. And it's like, they're showing me they've like programmed people to believe like, this is how love should be. And it's actually super unhealthy. And so like, I keep, you know, what the somebody who could make me be true and could make me be blue okay so this person is it's like it almost 
what's coming through is that, yeah, it had to be you. And it's like people came around, but you, you couldn't see anybody else because it was almost like an obsession you have with this person. Okay. Like you're almost addicted to this person. Okay. This relationship. And it's like, you're addicted to them because there is an unhealthy dynamic and it's from your childhood. Like the, the dynamics in your childhood have dysregulated your nervous system and have pulled you towards this person who is like, it had to be you. Like this person who you put on a pedestal thinks like they're the bomb.com. Yet really it's like, you've been, you've been, your nervous system chose them. You didn't. It's like all these people like wandering around, like seeing all these other people. And I don't see anybody because my dysregulated nervous system only wants you because you are a shit show. No. Um, but yeah, I feel like this is, this song is actually going only one way right now, but for nobody else gave me a thrill with all your faults. I love you still. It had to be you. Wonderful. You, it had to be you. It's like, yeah, nobody else gave me a thrill. It's because this person spiked is spiking your fight or, or spiking your, um, adrenaline, like putting you into fight or flight. You don't even realize it because you're addicted to those stress hormones and it makes you feel good, gives you a little thrill, but yeah, it had to be you. God, this song. I'm like, Frank, what are you like? What are you trying to brainwash the people with Frankie? Um, <laughs> it must've been that something lovers call fate kept me saying, I have to wait. I saw them all just couldn't fall till we met. It had to be you. And yeah. Anyway, if this message is for you, <laughs> let me know. But I feel like in 2024, this is going to actually apply to a lot of people. It may not resonate with you now. Come back to this podcast. If you're having relationship issues, I think it's going to actually resonate for a lot of people at some point in 2024. So if you're having some relationship issues, just remember, get Frankie and me in your ear. Well, more Frank than me, please. And it had to be you. Okay, I'm going to stop now. <laughs> Almost 15 minutes in, was not expecting it to go this long. So yeah, I guess the sign or the message is, is to just become aware of the patterns in your relationships. And are you overlooking things? Are you brushing things under the rug? And this doesn't have to be in romantic relationships. It can be in family relationships. It can be in friend relationships. Okay. Like, and just notice if there is, um, notice a dynamic, notice if the relationship is reciprocal or is it like always like, is the energy always going one way? in that it's leaving you and going to the other person. <laughs> that would be called an energy vampire. That person may be an energy vampire, an EV. Let's just call them EVs moving forward. Um, all right, enough about Frank. This is supposed to be a very short episode today because I have so much going on. I wasn't even sure I was gonna get the episode out today, but oh yes, I have such exciting news, y'all. Do, 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 do. This is my intro for the exciting news. Do, 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 do. Drum roll, please. Oh, I said I feel like I'm um, what's his face from you know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Is it does he do that? I should know. I've watched it a million times. Um 
it's right before he puts the lights on, right? That that he gets a drum roll from his wife. Um, that's what I'm doing now. Um, is okay. I'm making this out to be way bigger than it is. It's just exciting for me. I hit finally hit my goal that I was trying to hit for the podcast. So thank you, everybody. If you are listening, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. The downloads matter. I hit 10,000 downloads. Do, 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 do. I'm so excited. I was so excited to uh, reach that goal. So thank you for helping me reach that goal because without you, there, would, there wouldn't be, a, I'd just be singing Frank Sinatra in my basement to myself, okay? And yeah, this is way more fun. <laughs> Even though I actually am. Actually, just realizing I am in my basement by myself singing Frank Sinatra, but I appreciate you tolerating me and listening to my horrible singing. Okay, we are going to jump right into today's podcast episode, and I have no idea what I'm going to title this, but it will come to me later. I do know that I want to talk about the Akashic Records and Ascension and shifting to the new earth from 3D to 5D and how the Akashic records help facilitate this process, this shift in human consciousness. We are currently living in a world that exists in extreme polarity and duality. Okay, look all around you. Everywhere you go, it feels like people are wanting you to choose a side in something. Okay, and people are constantly being pit against each other. If you go into the comments of any social media post, it's insane. Okay, I've talked about this before, but it is if you want to see the an example of the polarity and duality I am speaking of, just go to most social media posts, like especially from an entertainment page, I don't know. You will find people fighting in the comments. Okay, and with very much on one side or very much on another side, it is just extreme. Okay, and there is an energy that pulls people to this. Okay, there's an energy that is pulling you to engage. And I talk about this often, the importance of staying neutral. Okay, the importance of not engaging. And there, there were times... You know, years ago, whenever I would most definitely engage and I would be in the comments fighting what I thought was like for the, the, you know, the cause that was important and I was being an activist and I was fighting for what was right. And I've come to realize that I just fell victim to this polarity and duality. It's like I played right into it. And there are forces out there that want to encourage this type of polarity, this fighting, this pitting against each other, because it's a distraction. Okay. It is a distraction and that benefits many different groups, this type of distraction. So when you find yourself and do I get triggered by things on social media? Do I want to engage? Yes. There are many times I want to engage. It's alluring. It's tempting this energy, you know, to be, you can easily get pulled into it. Okay. These lower vibrational, the, this is very low frequency. 
Okay, the 3D, we live on the earthly plane, we live in the 3D, and it is a plane of duality and polarity and a lot of lower vibrational energies. And it's a practice to remain neutral. And through our neutrality, it can allow us to access higher levels of consciousness. And that is the goal because we as a collective are evolving. Okay, we are evolving in consciousness. Think of like some people, the people who don't believe this, it's like, look at the cave people, the Neanderthals. You know, it's a, I've said this on the podcast before, I know. It's not Neanderthal. Apparently, I don't know, unless my cultural anthropology teacher said it wrong, but I kind of believe he was saying it right, but he said Neanderthal. <laughs> but like, look at how much we have evolved from these, you know, cave people in the Paleolithic era. It's like, we have our conscious awareness has evolved greatly. Okay. We are going through another awakening or evolution of our consciousness right now. It's been going on and it's intensifying. Okay. And as a species, we are awakening and consciously awakening and evolving. And that is exciting, but it's also very difficult. (laughs) It's also very challenging. It's what I'm seeing right now is literally that shedding of the old. I'm seeing almost like coming out of the cocoon and becoming the butterfly. I'm seeing the whole process kind of being mapped out in my mind's eyes, like caterpillar, cocoon, and then the, what's that called? The chrysalis. We've talked about this before that that turning into goop where you totally break down. And I think there's a lot of people in that stage right now where you're, you're in the thick of it. You are, you feel like the world, your world, your personal world, as you know, it is maybe crumbling and maybe you feel like the world around you, like the world, you know, like collective, like things are crumbling. You will see that in 2024, things are crumbling in the crack in the collective this is the dissolution this is the disintegration so that we can become this butterfly okay so that we can put ourselves back to we can reform and i'm seeing this this whole transformation of the butterfly is much like the ascension process okay and you know eventually moving to these higher levels of consciousness. And while this might sound very nice to some people, like the idea of like enlightenment and ascension, this sounds like amazing. We're shifting our consciousness. If we're being honest, the process is, why are they saying this? They're saying it can really feel like a kick in the balls (laughs) why a real kick in the balls I from now on only explicit on this podcast um it can take you to your knees and I'm seeing that kick to the balls take that person right to the ground looks very painful it can make you feel like your life is over like it can make you feel very depressed and down and afraid and isolated And this has come through before and know that you're not alone. Maybe this was last week. They were saying like, you are not alone. If you are going through a hard time right now, there are so many people. It's not just you. So many people are going through what I'm hearing is a collective dark night of the soul. And they're showing me the dark night of the soul. Maybe I'll do an episode on this is they're showing me that's when 
you are in the cocoon and the chrysalis stage where you are totally broken down, but they're showing me the cocoon is like, you are protected. Even though you feel vulnerable during this time, your dark night of the soul, okay, you have so much support and protection around you so that this process can happen. This process can be completed. So you need to trust that you are being protected, even though you may feel afraid, even though you may feel unsupported. They're showing me this thick protective cocoon around you. And that is really is protecting you um, and ensuring that you have the space and the time to go through the necessary changes, okay, to move to this this next stage okay this next stage in your awakening and when i'm hearing like when they're saying like oh you know tell them that they have the necessary protection around them to give them the space they're they're showing me that like yeah we're creating space between you and some people because you can't be in certain relationships for you to go through the necessary changes and that's where they're bringing it back to the frank sinatra song what was it? What was the song? Oh, it had to be you. It had to be you. But they're saying some of these relationships, again, you need space from them because they're interfering with your soul's growth and evolution. They're, they're interfering with your ascension journey. And they are saying that, yes, we know this is difficult. <laughs> Maybe these are people that you've been very close with for a long time. So not being having some separation there's going to feel painful for both of you even if you are the one who is initiating this it doesn't mean that's not going to hurt you it's definitely going to hurt you they're showing me there's a lot of grief coming up for people right now okay where are we in this they're just hitting me with all this information and i have to even remember where how i got here um so yes the ascension the ascension path so ascension in my mind is the process of raising your vibration and consciousness okay doing that on a personal level and also as you do it you are impacting the collective it's like showing me like as you do this your light becomes brighter and then it's almost like showing me you have a candle and like you by you walking the ascension path of raising your vibration healing opening up your consciousness, you are lighting the candles of others. And then it's showing me it's lighting a path for the world, the direction that the world needs to go in. So we need more people on the ascension path. And they're just showing me this beautiful image of all these candles being lit. And it's like, as you light, as you walk this path and do some of these difficult things, make some of these difficult choices to prioritize yourself and your healing and protect your energy. It's like you are giving someone else the green light to do the same. And they're showing me then you light the, you light somebody else's candle and then it's just like passed on. Okay. And it's, it's the light grows, this collective light grows. And as you walk the ascension path, like I feel like the purpose of it is to meet your authentic self, okay? That version of yourself that is who you are in the truest form, okay? It's your, your, your true essence. And walking the ascension path will help connect you with your authentic self and transcend these densities, Okay, to reach unity consciousness. And that is the ultimate goal is 
to realize that we are all one. Okay. And that we, like what we do impacts all of us. Like what one does impacts the whole. And a lot of us, we're not living our lives in that way. Okay. We are not, we are seeing the world as very separate. And we are seeing, we're not realizing that what affects somebody somewhere else in the world actually energetically affects us too, even though that we're far away. So this process of ascension, this process of raising our vibration, our consciousness is achieved through peeling back the layers, okay? Through healing, through raising our personal frequency, opening our hearts, and I will tell you that learning Reiki and learning how to read the Akashic Records together, these modalities have helped me and supported me to do these things, peel back the layers, raising my personal frequency, helping me to open my heart. And they are essential tools for me on the ascension path. So today we're specifically speaking about the Akashic Records, and more specifically, the course that I'm teaching on the Akashic Records, the bridge, okay, which is a 5D Ascension Akashic Records course. And to be honest, when I started downloading information about this course, I didn't even know like why, like I didn't understand some of the things I was downloading, the information I was receiving. I'd never really thought of the Akashic Records in terms of Ascension, on, to be honest, and then as I continue to get more information and reflect on it and think about it, I started to make the connections. I'm like, oh, this is so obvious. <laughs> this is right in front of my face. But I'd never, I'm like, why are they telling me I have to call this Ascension Akashic Records? Why are they telling me it's 5D Ascension Akashic Records? And when I received the information for this course, I was told that I need to do things differently. I need to teach it differently. And I've mentioned this many times before, but I am a recovering rule follower. And I always wanted, even I've said, I know I've said this before in the podcast, but like as an example, if I taught something from someone else, like a course that somebody else had taught before me, I love to do things outside the box. And I love doing creative stuff in the classroom, like things that no other teachers kind of, kind of totally things outside the box. But at the same time, if I had somebody else's course, I always felt like I had to follow, like I was doing something wrong if I wasn't at least following their structure and what they did. And I had resistance of like, you know, if I took over a course from someone that I might've been doing things wrong if I did things differently. And so whenever I received this information about teaching the Kashuk Records, I had resistance again. I was like, there's so many people who've taught the Akashic Records and who are, or, or who are teaching it, like why, why me and why do I have to do it differently? <laughs> because doing it differently requires trust and faith um, in that you are receiving this information for a reason. And, and me teaching this course is actually an example of like w- why the Akashic Records right now and particularly my, the Akashic records that I'm teaching, the 5D Akashic records, why they are important for the ascension process. And that's because 
as we move from 3D to 5D consciousness, we do this by anchoring the 5D into the physical. Okay, so every time you access the Akashic Records and receive guidance, you are grounding these new 5D ideas into the third dimension, okay? The earthly plane, okay? The physical plane. So it's like you are planting seeds from the astral realm and from these seeds, the new earth will bloom. So there are so many uses for the Akashic Records, okay? Like so many people channel in the like channel books, okay? They, anything creative, like some people think, why would you learn the Akashic Records? You know, do I, do I learn to read the Akashic Records just, be, you know, because I want to become an Akashic Records reader? No, like this is a tool for the 5D, for the new earth. Like this is a tool in your toolbox to have this wisdom and guidance available to you. It's going to help you navigate the ascension process. For us to move to 5D, we literally need to create it. Like we came here to be co-creators. I talk about this all the time. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that like we are responsible for co-creating the new earth. Okay. And the new earth is coming from these ideas and codes. Okay. From the higher realms. And so light, many of us light workers are going to play a big part in this paradigm shift because we are going to be taking these concepts, these ideas, these codes from the higher realms, from the Akashic, record, Akashic records, and we are going to be grounding them into the physical, into the 3D. And as we do that, again, I just keep seeing it. It's like seeds being planted. We're planting these seeds from the astral realm and you will see the new earth bloom from that. Even if you are only accessing the Akashic records for your personal use, you are still making a significant impact on human consciousness. Okay. Like you are doing your part to anchor in new codes and new ways of being and doing within the collective, just by spending time in the Akashic records, by being open to these new perspectives. Okay. Receiving these ideas and information and wisdom, because that is going to affect how you show up in your life how you show up at your job, how you show up within your family. Okay, the Akashic Records are extremely healing. It can help you identify patterns that are keeping you stuck. Okay, potential blocks, issues from past lives. Like the list goes on of what you can do with the Akashic Records. But just you using them for your own personal use is very powerful. Okay, is having a huge influence on all of human consciousness. Okay. And again, I'm just seeing you, your light growing stronger and you lighting just your presence. Okay. And the energetic codes you're receiving from the Akashic records are going to light the candles and the light of so many other light workers who are here to help humanity spiritually awaken and evolve at this time. Like this is important work, people. <laughs> this cannot be stressed enough. This is super important work. And they're bringing into my awareness the 144,000. Okay, and I don't know everything about the 144,000. I, I do know that, I feel like it's come up here before, but I feel like there were 144,000 people, lightworkers. And you know what, if you're listening to this, 
there's a good chance maybe you are one of those. <laughs> if it resonates with you, but you chose to incarnate at this time and they're showing me these people lighting the candles, you're part of the 144,000. So if you're listening to this, I feel like the people who are attracted to this, the frequency of this podcast are, I know you're not attracted to this podcast for my singing. Let's the frequency of my, my singing voice. Let's be honest here. Oh, <laughs> um, but you are attracted here for a reason. You have been attracted here by frequency. I do believe that. And I'm just seeing you being part of the 144,000 and your light being lit. Okay. And so the Akashic records have a part to play in this. I'm hearing for a lot of light workers, having access to this information is going to be transformational for them to move forward on their healing path and for them to discover their soul's purpose. Okay, this information is like having like a little cheat sheet going into an exam. I mean, I'm not promoting cheating, but like having just some extra information at your fingertips when you are faced with a problem or an issue it's pretty much a game changer. Game changer. So if you are on the ascension path, you're on the healing and spiritual path, and you are feeling drawn to the records, they're coming into your awareness, it's for a reason. Like I remember hearing about the Kashuk records and I'm like, okay, drawn to, I was like, okay, I need to know this. Like your soul knows You've probably read the records in many past lifetimes. Like your soul will, you, your soul knows there's a recognition that happens there and you might not understand the pull, but if you are being pulled and I don't even remember how it came into my awareness, but I immediately ordered two books and shortly after just skimmed the books, dove right in. Okay. And I eventually took a course and, you know, was in a collective where I did practice readings every week. Like I've spent a lot of time in the records and then moved on to opening my business. I spent a lot of time being in the records, exploring the records. And I don't even know, it didn't take me long to, I just knew in the beginning, I'm just meant to be working in the records. I just knew it was a remembering. And so if you are feeling that pull, honor your soul's guidance. Like everything in life, like there are signs all around you. Some people say there, I don't get any signs. Like, okay, I have to tell you, it's not necessarily going to be on a billboard, a billboard sign, like a neon billboard saying like, you are meant to be an Akashic Records reader. I know billboards don't really talk like robots, but imagine they did. Um, but this people are sometimes looking for these really explicit signs. It's like, no, they're oftentimes more subtle, okay? And it's honoring the nudges and just what you are drawn to and how topics, you know, topic of conversation comes up or what a book that falls off the shelf at a bookstore. I don't know. It's, it's these small signs, but it's recognizing them and taking action on them. So if you are feeling the pull, I have great news for you. <laughs> I am teaching the bridge, the 5D Ascension Akashic Records training very soon. So our first live class is going to be February 18th. We have another class 
February 25th. Like I don't know how long, probably a couple hours around that uh, for each of these classes. And the last class will be on March 6th, which is a Wednesday. These live classes are just going to be primarily for healing experiences and the attunement. You will be attuned to the bridge frequency. If you want to know more about it, you can check back on one of my earlier podcast episodes all about the bridge frequency. And that's the crazy thing is like when I received that energy and the symbol, I didn't really know what it was for. And all of these qualities and uses for the symbol and for the, sorry, for the energy, you know, I wrote everything down and I tuned, started attuning my Reiki students to it. But I always felt like, okay, like this is just weird. Like, why did I get this energy? And then later it all, you know, this past November, I guess it was, is when I received this download about how I needed to start teaching the Akashic Records in a new way. This is 5D Ascension Akashic Records. Like things have changed. Things are evolving. The way we access the records are changing. And I learned that this frequency was going to enable people to align with the frequency of the Akashic Records because the Akashic Records are an energetic frequency. They're often referred to as a cosmic library or metaphysical library, which house the information for every soul, like every person's soul, every lifetime that your soul has experienced, like every thought, emotion, like it's recorded everything. It's like this crazy energetic database for your soul. (laughs) So to connect with the Akashic Records, it's important to align with the frequency. And I was told that the bridge symbol and frequency that I will be attuning my Akashic Records students to uh, helps facilitate this process, this alignment. And I'm hearing right now, it's actually a realignment because many people have read the Akashic Records and have been connected to the records in many of their past lifetimes. And so it's just almost like a realignment and this, this frequency of the bridge enables that realignment. So I'm super excited. I This course is part pre-recorded, like there's going to be a manual or ebook as well as recorded videos um, with all the information and the sessions are going to be more focused on healing, preparing the body, okay, to go into the Kashuk Records, to receive the new frequency and if there's any questions as well. So it's, it's a high, you know how I like my hybrid model, people. I love the hybrid course. And you can always refer back to the information um, in in the pre-recorded modules or in the ebook. It's like going to be very easy to access that information anytime you want to go back to it, brush up on things. You'll have that there. So that is all the pre-recorded information is going to be releasing next week. If you are already enrolled in the course, I'm so excited to connect with you. Um, don't worry. You don't need to know any of the, the first session is going to be focused on healing. Okay. And so really it's a good idea to be doing some of this clearing, um, before you even go into the record. So, um, I'm not releasing anything, um, onto the platform until next week. So don't worry when it does release, you don't need to know any of that information. Um, right away. This is, and unfolding is what I'm hearing. Okay. It's a process and it can't be rushed. And we're going to be meeting over these next 
few weeks um, and to just do some preparations and for people to go into the records. And if, if you're wondering, like, can I read the records? Like, I don't have any special, quote unquote, special gifts. First of all, everybody has special gifts. Um, but if you feel like, well, I don't know if I'm psychic. I don't know if I'm this and that. You don't have to have any of these, quote unquote, gifts or know of these, quote unquote, spiritual gifts. Okay. If, if you are drawn to the records, okay, it's for a reason. You are capable of reading the records okay this used to be something that was reserved just for like the mystics and the scholars and just special people but now because we are shifting in consciousness we are able to access and open the records okay where we are currently in this point in human evolution we are like everyone is able to not just these quote-unquote special people and it is important and again i'm this is all going to be in the course, but it's important to be working on your own healing because the more we can peel back the layers and raise our vibration and kind of open up our awareness and our consciousness, the the easier it is for us to access that information, okay, within the records. So if you have, have any questions, holla at your girl. You can sign up in the show notes below. I am offering $200 off and until probably hmm, next week, I got to figure out, maybe I'll take it off. Uh, when is the first live class? Sunday. Uh, I'm going to keep the pre-sale pricing on until next Saturday. So, and again, the, all the live classes, there will be a replay available. Okay. So you don't have to attend live. Um, so if you're not able to go on one of those days, don't fret. You can still, uh, access the replay. It will all be, um, put on the platform, but I'm going to keep the pre-sale pricing on for until Saturday. So there are payment plans as well. So if you are feeling the pull, I would love to have you in class as well. I'm teaching, uh, Holy Fire 3 Reiki Master Training, March 3rd, which is a Sunday. It is an all-day training. And March 10th, which is the following Sunday. And there will be uh, pre-recorded content that accompanies that course as well. So you can shine up in the show notes below. Okay, and there's also uh, pre-sale pricing happening now. Okay, this was not, I literally was going to do like a 25 minute episode today, just a short one. And look where we are, 46 minutes. I blame Frank. I blame Frank. (laughs) Anyhow, I hope you are having a wonderful day wherever you are. Yeah, we just had so much. The kids finally went back to school today, like no school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And this storm started what last Friday night? was it last Friday night? So imagine if it had started on a Monday, there would not have been school this week, but they were off school for three days. It was crazy. If you're not from Eastern Canada, if you are from Eastern Canada, then you know, if you aren't, then let's just say lots and lots of snow. You know what? I'm here for it. I I love storms. I honestly love storms. I love being stuck in the house. Just makes me feel more secure in my everyday decisions of not leaving my house. Um, but yeah, I hope you're shoveled out if you're on the eastern, the, the east coast of Canada. Hope you've shoveled out by now and wishing you a great rest of your day and happy weekend if you're listening to this on Friday. And I will see you here next week, I believe. 
Um, same place, same-ish time. And thank you for the 10K. Thank you for the downloads. Keep downloading. <laughs> I appreciate it so, so much. Okay, have a wonderful day, guys. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,